Sit back, turn the ship over to your Covas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. O7 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me, as always, is Commander Mal for the win. O7 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thank you for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. When was the first, the last time, I should say, when was the last time you had, um, you did a bit of Thargoid combat, Mal? Oh, it has been entirely too long. It, it has, has been, been way far too, too long. long. Yep. For me as well. The, the Azimuth saga and stuff has me distracted. So, mm, Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. doesn't it have everybody distracted? Right. Um, what, I, what I do enjoy doing is watching it done by somebody who is a complete professional, though. Yes. Um, and... There is no denying that Brother Sabathius is oh blinking yeah. excellent at, yeah. um, at Thargoid combat. The he's, amount of stuff he does, he, he, and watching him. So he's got the he's got a slightly different camera angle on his live streams than most people. It's a little bit of a low angle mm-hmm. cutting across, so you can see like he's got his you know his right hand on the stick and his left hand on a you know he's 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 you can see his controls and he's just completely relaxed in the meantime there's a hydra and a medusa and three cyclops and a basculus trying yeah, to destroy yeah, yeah. him and he's like hi MBG. welcome to chat like yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go after this one next and it, it, it like the level of skill yeah that he has at at fighting thargoids and running a stream at the same time and not completely losing his space is yeah amazing amazing yeah, he's he's amazing. Is um, uh, I he's another one of these people who um, I've really only interacted with him on a chat by chat basis, you know. Yeah. So, yep. um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to sit down for about an hour and just find out more more about him and more yes. um more about his elite story because yeah. i'm sure there is more to brother sabathius than oh, yeah. than thargoid combat to because be as, he does yeah, yeah to be as good as he is and to be as proficient there's definitely more to the story i can't yeah. wait yeah and he does that um on he's been doing some like dungeons and dragony adjacent yeah. kind of things with elite as well yeah. which is is very cool and it's very interesting to watch so i definitely want to ask him about uh, ask him about that as well so yep yeah shall yeah, we get wait. on yeah let's do it brother sabathius hello Welcome in. I'm very excited to have you on the show. I'm big fan. Absolutely big fan. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's brilliant to be here. Uh, th- thank you for um, thank you for inviting me on. Absolutely, absolutely. For anybody who doesn't know who you are, um, if you would be able to just tell us a little bit about yourself, so your commander name that I've kind of given away. Um, if you're a content creator and how long you've been playing the game. Uh, well, I've been playing the game since uh, since it released in 2014. I first first joined it in the uh, the final beta stage before release. Mm-hmm. Um, I since have uh, three accounts uh, plus a 
PlayStation account uh, in the game. So the, the, the commander names currently would be uh, Brother Sabathius, uh, Halcyon, and Jackson West. So um, there's, there's lots to occupy time with three commanders. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Looks at my six and have only played one for a really long time. Say, three. <laughs> wow, that sounds really manageable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, you run into time issues with with three. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, especially when you when you're streaming it as well. Now, yeah. I, I I haven't really I hadn't really done a lot of content creation. Up until I started streaming, I did I did the odd kind of um, music video on YouTube um, from like the first Distant Worlds and stuff. Uh, but when I when I started on Distant Distant Worlds two, uh, I figured I would try and stream the journey right. uh, and see if anybody wanted to watch. So um, so 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 that's when I started when I, when I started streaming on Twitch. The so it, it as as you know when you start out on on Twitch it you end up kind of talking to yourself for a while. Yeah. Um but it, it seemed that people did did want to watch and you know and the audience came in and uh and it, and it all kind of went from there cuz uh, I I was using that kind of time cuz it was about 6 months. Um just give it a try see if I liked uh streaming generally and mm-hmm. yeah i was really really enjoying it uh so i've I've kept going so that's i think that's coming up to about two and a half years now nice that, uh, that wow. been streaming that's cool yeah. what was it what was it about elite that drew you in that made you want to play oh i i am old enough to have been playing the original game in 1984 mm-hmm. uh when i was 13 so um we we would be we would be going home from going home on school lunch break um playing elite uh on our on the on our the, the, it was the BBC computer that we had um so me and my friend we would come home and play elite during lunch break and then back to school um we we would play it um as pilot and co-pilot so one of us had the joystick one of us was running the keyboard Oh, wow. um, that's a cool idea. <laughs> um, we we would do it that way. So, um, so I I then tried the sequel to Elite, which was the um, uh, Frontier Elite Two. Right. Um, but because the the flight model had become totally Newtonian, I couldn't get my head around it at the time. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, I never really played that one. Uh, but when I heard of Elite Dangerous being developed, it was, it was I think it was kind of early 2014. I heard about it really, really late. Um, and because I had a look at it, and because of what it looked like, it was like, oh, this is, this is the original Elite, just right up to date. Um, you know, th- this looks, you know, this is great. This is exactly what I remember from childhood. It was like, right, I'm in. Um, I'm I'm giving this a try. Uh, so so I, I got in at a point where I was happy with, uh-huh. uh, and it's like, yeah, this is this is the original game. This is it. This is this is the ships fly the same, and you know, it's all so familiar. Um, but it looks amazing. Um, 
and that that was it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm hooked. <laughs> so. Can can you tell us a little bit, like a little bit more detail about that first experience logging into Elite Dangerous? Oh, the yeah in in the beta times, um, nobody could choose a name yet. We were all called Backer and a number. <laughs> um, you didn't get to choose a name, uh, so. And everybody was in this one concentrated little ball of systems, uh, so there was you couldn't go very far. And I remember the one of the first few missions I was doing it was some data courier missions, um, and we and they were all going to this little outpost. So I hopped over to this little outpost in open, and when I arrived at the outpost, there were like twenty other player ships sitting, staring at the outpost, trying to get docking permission. <laughs> nice. There's a, a, a big queue forming to, to dock, at the st- dock, at the, uh, dock at the outpost. Um, it's a British game. We know that it's a British game by oh, the queue. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so so, so that, that was funny. Nice. <laughs> but um, and then, of course, when we got to the end of the beta period and in the gamma period we had um uh we had the the gamma geddon event uh where that was started on the forums where everybody got into a sidewinder went to the nav beacon in the starting system and we all had a big fight that sounds cool except except we all we all got there and nobody wanted to fire first <laughs> I imagine of the first course. person who'd fire first, everyone else would just be like, Zook, turn yes. and turn and fire on them. Oh my gosh. A game the, of chicken. It, it was yeah. uh, it was delightful. Oh wow. That sounds so so cool. Yeah, it does make me, however, want to change one of my commander names to like backer one seven three six. Just just to see who would ping me in game and be like, Were you in the beta? <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody is still called that. Someone oh, else wow. kept that name. Um, I can't even remember what my number was. <laughs> huh. um, Speaking of names, mm. what, what's the story behind Brother Sabathius and the the other names that you've chosen? West. Yeah, well, I'm interested in that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the very first name I gave my original account was, um, I think it was... Uh, Mark Starbender or something. Wow. That, that, oh. that sounds like it comes from the off school of naming your characters. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, that lasted about a month and it was like, no, this name is way too cheesy. I can't, I can't stand <laughs> it. So I reset the account because it was only a month old and I yeah. named it uh, Patroclus. Uh, I thought, yeah, that sounds, that sounds better. Uh, so with that account, I then went out on the first Distant Worlds. Oh, and I, I, I figured um, while I was out there, I thought, okay, I'll get a second account to play in the bubble while I'm away. So, um, so that one I named Halcyon because you know I, I I do like a lot of the Greek mythological names. Nice. Um, so, so I named it Halcyon. So that one was intended to stay in the bubble. Um, note the word intended. <laughs> uh, so, because I was big into exploring at the time, I uh, made some money with this with this new account. Quick, you know, in the in the bubble, uh, got into a hauler, 
Uh, so I kitted it out for like an exploration one, so I got a lot of jump range from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one of the one of the other commanders on the expedition, uh, Olivia Vespera, uh, she had taken a Type Nine, and this is before engineers. Oof! Oh, so she, she was flying a Type Nine to Beagle Point. Um, it had, I think, eighteen light years range, and she was hauling sixty tons of rare goods. Oh, wow. And she realized she'd forgotten three. Uh, there was three that she'd missed. Uh, so I said, okay, no problem. I'll get those three and I'll bring them out. Right. So so I picked up a ton each of these in my, in my hauler, uh, flew it out 5,000 light years to the third waypoint, mm-hmm. um, handed them over uh, to the to the Type 9. Uh, and then the, I, I, I followed along for another couple of, uh, another couple of waypoints in the hauler. Um, people were like, oh, hauler, all the way out here. Wow, you know, <laughs> madman here. And um, so I thought, okay, I'll, bring, I'll take it back to the bubble because I'm meant to be playing in the bubble with this account, not all the way out here. So I flew it back, um, and I did some of the original Robigo runs. Uh, now, the original right, Robigo yeah. runs were very, very nervy things. You, you would pick up, uh, 20 of the missions and you had to go from Robigo back into the bubble uh, to another station to your other station or stations to drop them off. The big thing with them was that if you were scanned at any point all of those missions would fail. Oh my gosh! Yikes. Okay. So, so it was um, quite a big reward if you got the whole run through but um, quite a big risk that uh, like any one scan would fail it uh, and you got nothing. Seems harsh. Yeah. It seems un- have, unduly harsh. <laughs> yeah. You would have uh, NPC ships trying to interdict you at ev- almost every single jump uh, back to the, back to the bubble. Mm. Uh, and so we developed, I developed, we developed a tactic to get rid of them. So you would jump into the system and if you needed to fuel scoop, uh, you would go um, into fuel scooping, and then you would turn and put your back to the star. Uh, so when the NPC came in to try and interdict you, it would crash into the star and drop out, and then you could <laughs> and then you could fly away. Um, that, that is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so if you if you got the timing right, they were crashing at the star and they couldn't interdict scan you. So <laughs> nice. Uh, so that got me enough enough money to get a Type Seven. Uh, which I painted it white because it was a white van. And, Obviously, uh, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a white van man. Um, and again, I kitted it out lightweight, you know, for cargo hauling. And I thought, well, what, what, I wonder if this would make a decent explorer. <laughs> so, so, I, so I stuck exploration modules mm-hmm. in it. And um, so I thought, well, I need to give it a shakedown. So I flew back out to waypoint five of the trip. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I'll I'll, uh, I'll wander around in it for a bit and see what it's like. So turns out it runs quite hot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but it was uh, but as an explorer, it was actually quite good. So um, so it it followed the it followed the expedition along for for a little bit, and um, at some point I was going to turn it around and bring it back to the bubble to because I was supposed to be playing in the bubble while I was away. Uh, so 
So to skip on a bit, both accounts duly arrived at Sagittarius A. As they do, yeah, but I can avoid you. And um, I thought, okay, this is a this is a great point to to turn the second account around and head back home. Uh, but I didn't. It kept going because um, I was just enjoying the company of the whole expedition at the time, um, and it was it, it had become a celebrity because although three Type Sevens had signed up, I hadn't seen any of the other two. Uh, at any time, I think I don't think I think they dropped out uh, pretty early on. Hmm. So I kept going, kept going, kept going. Uh, we got across the um, what was it, the Ronceville Crossing uh, into the Outer Arm. Uh, still there were both accounts, um, and it duly became what I believe to be the first Type Seven to reach Beagle Point. Wow! <laughs> so I had. had uh, I had to go prospecting for materials for jump boosts to get the final wave because, of course, I hadn't packed any before I left because I was intending to turn it around. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, so as far as I'm aware, it's, it's the first. It was the first Type Seven to reach Beagle Point. Oh, that um, would be. I wonder if there's some way we can we can divine whether that's accurate. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but it would be cool to like that's, it, it would be that's great worthy to of a special EDSM badge. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it'd be it'd be good if it could be confirmed because, uh, as far as I know, it, it I am, but I don't know for sure. Um, I mean, there's only a few amount of people who would be um, mental enough to tr- attempt something like that. Oh, so. space yeah. space madness is real. Yeah, yeah. I can oh, yeah. well imagine. Um, <laughs> like on on the way back, because when I, I started bringing the two accounts back, and during. Um, while during the expedition, uh, I I got in. I, I joined up with a little group called the Order of Inblackenman, uh, which are now one of the biggest theocracies in the bubble. Um, but at the time, we were just a little group of people um, doing some kind of semi-religious role play in uh, in Discord. Right. And, um, so, so the basic premise was that uh, the Order of Inblackenman. Uh, uh, worships the void, uh, uh, reveres our great mother of the of the galaxy, which is Sagittarius A star, because um, black holes are just representations of the void. Um, and we seek to increase entropy and accelerate the heat death of the universe. So that's um, goal. Yeah. So, so this yeah. <laughs> this was the thing. Uh, so while I was bringing the two accounts back, it was like, oh god, this is going to be a long trip. Um, you know, somehow coming back was seemed like a longer trip than going out there because there were no organized meetups yes, for the yes. way back. So yep. it's like, oh, this is going to be a long time. Uh, I thought, I should get another account to play in the bubble while I come back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, so, and so Brother Sabathius was born uh, while I was coming back from Distant Worlds. I was like, right, okay, this one we need to we're going to be playing the, in the bubble. He's not allowed to go anywhere until I get one of these back. Um, right. right. So, um, so, so because I was in the the group, um, I named it Brother Sabathius uh, because it was the you know that that religious bit. I I have yeah. actually had multiple people ask me um, in stream chat whether I was a monk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, given, you know, Commander Exorcist and Father Bill, Father it's, Bill yeah. It's yep. a it's a logical, you know. Yeah, I don't blame them for um for for wondering. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but but no, that's where it comes from. I mean, I mean Sabathius, the Sabathius part of it came from a Warhammer forty k game yeah. on the original PlayStation, uh, which was Space Hulk, and okay. one of your, and one of your squad mates was called Sabathius. Uh, and that's they, just, you just that's where you picked it from. That. Yeah, well, well, there was little, little chatter lines that they had, and um, one of them went, "I could smell them, brother," and the reply was, "No, that's just Sabathius." So, <laughs> so, so that um, so that the names took him ahead from that because it was funny. Uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, "What do we call it, brother? Brother Sabathius? That'll do." Um, so. Um, so he started playing in the bubble. Yeah, the rest okay. is history, as it were. So I, I put a few rules on that account I- initially uh, because he was uh, an initiate to the order. Um, he wasn't allowed to own anything, um, so he couldn't buy buy cargo to trade. Um, he could explore. He could make money from ex- exploring and peaceful means. He wasn't allowed to shoot anything. Um so he had to make money only by peaceful means um, or by donations. So what I did was I went around the CGs, um, sat outside the station in open, and preached the ways of the void, um, <laughs> and asking for asking for a ton of ta- a ton of cargo so that I could I could turn that into the to the CG and make money. Um, that was surprisingly successful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say some of my favorite interactions with players have been when I'm just flying around and all mm. of a sudden outside of a station, somebody is like, hey, hey, you and <laughs> does something weird. Like, I think the first time I ran into uh, gosh, who was it? Uh, Ravi Pasta was outside a station. He was like, stop right there. I'm checking yeah. to make sure you don't have a docking computer installed. And I was like, what? of course <laughs> I have a docking computer installed. Yes. And there was this whole role play around it that I was I was. I totally instantly bought into. Yeah. So I, could, mm. I would absolutely have loved to have run into you outside the station preaching. I would have stopped my ship and sat there to listen. Yeah. To the there, is, there is still a uh, video up on YouTube because uh, it confused the, the, the player pirates no end uh, when, <laughs> when they would uh, interdict me. I think, I think only one ever actually interdicted me. Um, so I immediately I was I started preaching the ways of the void and explained that I was raising money to go on my pilgrimage. Um, <laughs> and it was like, what? 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 Wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? hang on, wait, I've got, wait, what? <laughs> so, really good RP catches people off guard, and that's what I love about it. Um, so uh, so it's like I, I just talk about yeah that one. I can't believe I did that. There we go. Um, so, but so then he he saved up enough money to get to get a cobra, um, and off he went on his pilgrimage, Saga Star via Colonia, um, wow. and, then, and then back. So in a cobra. Yep. You're 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 nuts. I'm just gonna put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a, as an example of space madness, uh, while I was on the way back from distant worlds. There is somewhere out there a system. Um, I can't remember where it is, and I, and I didn't write the name down. Uh, but there was a system out there, and it had like a hundred 
a hundred bodies in it, and the furthest the f- the, the furthest planet out was something like 500,000 light seconds. Um, and this is before the FSS. Yeah. Uh, so I went, I flew out to the furthest moon of the furthest planet, scanned only that one planet, only that one moon, and then left. Wow. <laughs> so if someone comes across that system with this one far out moon scanned by Patroclus, that was me. Amazing. <laughs> that, that was that was space madness. Are you are you still with the um still with that faction? Um te- technically yes, I I am still part of them although I've not really been very active in their BGS stuff at all for a while. Um but I'm I'm still in there as uh, as a missionary. Amazing. Um yeah, those those that actively preached the ways of the void were were given a missionary uh role. So there's, there's not many of us, but, but yeah, I'm, I, I am still technically involved. Yeah. I'd have thought, I'd have thought this is um, potentially a spoiler to the next few questions, but um, I'd have thought that you'd have been more um, of more of a member of like AXI and stuff like yeah. that nowadays. Uh, I, I was in, well, I did have um, Halcyon account in the AXI squadron but oh, I, right, okay. um, I, I, I then I then left it because I thought well it's not really you know I, I don't really do anything for their BGS or anything I've, I've, I'm just there to learn yeah. combat uh, right. so so I left the, I left the squadron from there because I thought it's not really um, I, I don't see much of a point of being in the mm. squadron there and I, you know, I wouldn't want anyone like targeting me, for instance, for just for being in the in the squadron. I thought, right, I'll I'll leave that. Yeah. Um, okay. gotcha. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that brings on to um, uh, AXI because I had taken on Thargoids when they first appeared. You know, when they mm. were first combatable, uh, when we only had the AX missiles. Um, yeah, and the, the, only the Cyclops was around, and we only had the AX missiles, which are actually really, really weak. Yeah, so it took a wing of four, forty minutes plus to kill one, um, and you could usually guarantee that at least one person would would die during during the fight, uh, have to rebuy and come back. So, a, a two million credit payout. Uh, Meant you were losing money uh, by fighting them, right? So, right. Um, I- uh, so, we, uh, so I got a few kills. It was actually with with some of the fuel rats that I was. Uh, I, I killed the killed the f- first few that we did because um, I, I was in the fuel rats quite a lot uh, yeah. back then. Um, so we got a little squadron. We got a little wing together, and we went out thargoid hunting, and. Um, and then, then I kind of left it alone for a while uh, through the the multi cannons, and I was watching videos on YouTube. Uh, I think it was Gluttony Fang that was yeah. doing a lot yeah. of the early uh, solo kills, uh, and it was like, oh, I would, I, w- I wish I could do that. I'm I'm not good enough to do that. Um, How wrong you were. And then, of course, when right. AXI came around, um, uh, and I. I thought, maybe I'll try this again. I'll try this again. So 
I'd, I'd actually fitted out a keel back with eggs missiles. I thought, all right, I'll, I'll try this again because, you know, how hard can it be, right? Um, <laughs> right? Very hard, as it turns out. So um, difficult. <laughs> that, was, that was completely the wrong ship to build. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had to go anyway. Then I thought, okay, um, this is difficult, but I want to learn how to do it. You know, can, can I do it? How far could I get? Um, can, can I get it done? So joined up joined up on AXI and started the learning process. So I, I started off with a challenger. Okay. Um, and, and we went taking on uh taking on cyclopses. So and to my surprise, once we once I'd got Gauss cannons and once I had some practice with railguns, because I was awful with railguns, I was really, really bad with them. Mm. Um, but I, I had to get I had to get to you be able to use them. So I I just took railguns on all of my bounty hunting ships and went and just tried to shoot ships with railguns to get used to aiming them. Yeah. Uh, so well, so once we then got the gas cannons on, and it was a, it was a it was a few attempts before I I got the I got the first cyclops kill. It's like. All right, I can I can I can do this, right? This this is this is fun. I, I can I can do this. Um, got got a few Cyclops kills. Yeah, so they they were starting to seem a bit easier. I thought, okay, well, we go for Basilisk now, and uh, <laughs> and it and it kicked my ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 first few the, the first few tries at Basilisks. Uh, when the, the swarm would missile me and delete all my weapons, so <laughs> wow, I was like, okay, that's uh, half the hull gone, and we have no weapons left. Uh, okay, we'll <laughs> we'll go and repair. We'll try again. I must admit, it's really nice to hear that coming from you. Mm. Yes, <laughs> because it um, solidifies my experiences whenever I've gone to try and combat anything that isn't a cyclops. It oh, yeah. does yeah. solidify the fact that um, it's yeah, it's really tricky. <laughs> the, the, the basilisk is much harder. It, it's a it, it's a it's a shockingly big step, yeah, yeah. Um, to make just because it's it's I think it's four times as tough and four time and it hits four times harder. So so straight away it's uh, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to be able to orbit it for longer. Um, and every every hit of it that it gets on you will do a shocking amount of damage compared yeah. to the cyclops. So and it's very fast, mm. which uh, which also adds to the also adds to the difficulty that you it catches you up faster, so it gives you less time yeah. to kill it. And because it's fast, it's harder to orbit it. Um, so it, it the basilisk took a while. Uh, Took a while to get through. Even, even now, they are the ones I hate most. Uh, really, I hate the basilisks. They are an incredibly annoying uh, because they're so fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If there's a basilisk in the instance, it dies first. <laughs> um, just, just for the, the sake of being first. a basilisk, it yeah. dies first. Yeah. Yeah. It goes first. <laughs> um, so if there was. Uh, well, which one? Which one did I have? 
I had, yeah, I think I had two two basilisks, and, and I successfully managed to feed it some meta alloys, and it called in another cyclops, um, and I took out the uh, took out the basilisks first because <laughs> the, the cyclops doesn't do a lot of damage to you, so you can ignore that for now. Um, <laughs> but two basilisks, oh, that's they're a nightmare. And it, it's I, solely just because of how fast they are that that's um, mainly that's yeah. why they're so difficult. Um, I mean, one one reason to take them out first is because they're so fast, they leave the other interceptors behind. So right. you, okay. you can kind of kite them away a bit and get a, get a gap between them and anything else, and then you can take one out. Uh, then you can engage one before the others catch up. Um, so they can be separated fairly easily. Um, the mere idea of taking on more than one Thargoid at a time is just like, <laughs> mm. the, the, how blasé you talk about it. Like, yeah, no, you've yeah. just got to separate one from the other. You can take that out first <laughs> and then it's fine. Um, you can just go for the next one. And it's just yep. like, <gasps> it, it did take a while. It took a long time before I, I, I went to take on more than one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was after my uh, Medusa kill. The first time I killed a Medusa, I think it took me an hour and a half okay. to kill it. Um, uh, and again, that that it, it's really, really tough. It, it flies slightly different. It, it They are a bit better at, n- at neutralizing your orbit. Mm-hmm. So they are, uh, and they hit even harder, and that swarm is yeah. huge. Yeah. So, yeah. The swarm so the, is the ridiculous. First, the first few times, um, it went into enrage because I mainly because I couldn't kill the swarm off fast enough, right? Because um, it uses a big ring formation that it's very hard to hit, right? Um, and if you take too long before killing a heart, it goes into an enrage state. Which, when that happens, if you agitate the swarm by flying through them, or they fly around you then they will go into a missile attack mode. And if it's if the Thargoid is enraged when it does that, all of the remaining Thargons will fire themselves at you. <laughs> so you could have 96 <laughs> missiles uh, incoming. Um, and you and you get deleted just like that. Yeah. 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 Um, oh my god. The, the, the first few attempts ended that way where yeah. I from say 75% hull or more, I was dead in a second. You know, that was it, game over. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> um, so, so it took a few attempts. I think there's a clip out there somewhere of chat challenging me to find a Medusa. And because I still have trouble with Cyclops because I have zero patience. So <laughs> I don't, I don't properly, my technique is a little bit flawed because I just want to stand there and blast it in the face yep. and I don't take the time to run away and repair or kite the swarm away or orbit properly. So yeah. Medusa is not even in the cards at this point until I, you know, like <laughs> so yeah. they have me drop in on one of them. And I think that it's like 60 seconds of me just screaming when the swarm comes out because of the size, <laughs> it's just me trying to get away as fast as possible. It, it is a really intimidating one <laughs> um, yeah. for, for good reason. Um, but, but once I, once I'd got a, a couple of Medusas down, 
um, they I, I then got in, invited into the collector ranks at AXI mm-hmm. to, to, to qualify for collector. Uh, one of the existing collectors has to uh, do a winged hydra kill with you, right? Um, to to properly show that you you are good enough, uh, because all you needed previously was a screenshot of the right. of the death of, of the Thargoid. Um, so the collector kill with someone else shows that you do actually know what you're doing. Um, so, so we, we we got that one. Uh, so I got that one, and that was where Collector came in. Uh, but I didn't have a solo Hydra kill for quite a while after that, because um, because they are just bullet sponges, uh. right? Uh, technically, if you can kill a Medusa, you can kill a Hydra because it's not that it does a lot more damage; it just takes a lot longer to get through its health, right? Right. Um, so I find them really, really tedious, and I don't like doing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, fair. So, because now I, I can kill a Medusa in about thirty minutes, but a Hydra still wow. takes me nearly two hours. Holy mackerel! So, uh, so no, I, I, I uh, a Hydra is not my favorite thing to hunt. Um, yeah. So I, I then found right. Okay, I, I want to try more than one. Can I do more than one interceptor at a time? Um, so I thought, right, what's it, what's easiest? We can we can find two cyclopses fairly easily. Um, you know, took those on. It's like, okay, immediately this is this is much this is more difficult because I've got two to worry about now, right? Um, and uh, but we, but I got through that successfully, and it's like, oh, this is fun. This is this is much more fun. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've got to juggle all these plates. At the same, you know, at the same time, I've got to not let my hole drop too low. I've got to make sure I've got heat sinks synthesized. Um, so you know, keep up on repairs and uh, right. make sure you know uh, MRPs and modules don't fall too low. Um, you know, and then worry about right which angle am I going to come in for my for my attack? Because um, I don't I don't want to go through the center of all three of them uh, or <laughs> right. however, however right. many there are. Um, I don't want you to go through the center. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was, uh, and that was a lot of fun. So that that's then where the Thargoid Patrol came in. So I started doing that every Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's like this—that's what I want to find. I want to get hyperdicted by your, and you can be hyperdicted by up to four. Right. Um, uh, so up to four naturally. People have then also fed the meta alloys during that hyperdiction. Right. Yep. And, then, and that can get up to eight, yeah. Uh, and that's the highest you can get uh, spawned solo. Right. Um, wow! But each each one in the instance will only ever summon another cyclops. Gotcha. So gotcha. the, so the highest four, possible yeah. was a hydra, three basilisks, and four cyclops. Jeez! No, have you, no, thank you. Have, have so you done that? I haven't done that. No. Um, I yeah. would pay good would you, money to see you do yeah. that. That'd yeah. be amazing. My, I, I'd be fairly confident I would get all of the basilisks and cyclopses as long as I didn't mess up and get missile to death. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But having enough ammo left over for the hydra would be the problem. 
Yeah, yeah the, the amount of synth required is yeah, because, astronomical. Because I, I do like using premium ammo on the Hydra. Well, that makes right. sense because they're yeah. they're chunky chunky girls, I should say. Being a bullet yes. sponge, like you said. Yes, I, the, I take it. I take it. Thargoid hunting is kind of what you enjoy doing most at this that, point. That's what I enjoy most right now. Yeah. Um, Would you say that's what you're best at too? Oh, for sure. For, yeah, like I, just from watching your streams, like I'm I'm awed by the amount of skill same. that you you know watching you. Uh, mm. watching you combat these things because I, you know, typically that's my Sunday morning is I'll start, you know, before I do my own stuff on Sunday, I'll start by watching you doing Thargoid patrol. Mm. Um, and so it's good. just like mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I did not expect to be achieving that. Uh, I, I imposter syndrome is real, you know, and it, yeah. it, I, I'm, I'm someone that, that struggles to believe that I'm good enough to do something, mm. um, and it, and it can take a it can take a lot to for me to even try something. Yeah, um, yeah. And even when uh, even if I then succeed at it, I, uh, my my brain wouldn't let me believe that I'm actually really good at it. Right, and it and it's it's been fairly recently that I've. It's like I've got to admit to myself now that I'm actually good at this. Um, yeah, If it helps, I think you're fluffing fantastic <laughs> at it, and it's amazing to watch you um, mm. watch you do something that I know I, especially at the moment, I do not have the patience. So it's it is yep. a lesson <laughs> a lesson in pa- impatient words. It is it's yes. a lesson in patience, and it's. Yeah. Um, it, it's very different from, say, PvP combat. Yeah. Um, P- PvP combat is very high energy, uh, always in motion, um, does not last terribly long. Um, mm. Thargoid combat is all about patience, positioning, and precision. Yeah. So um, I feel, I, now you've now you mentioned that I feel like I approach Thargoid combat a little bit like PvP rather than fighting what is mm. essentially a, a very high high skill level NPC and maybe that's why I'm not taking. Um, uh, yeah, because yeah, because you like your usual approach to say bounty hunting or PvP combat. Um, you you your attack run is very very short and you've got yeah. a like maybe maybe a couple of seconds to aim and shoot. Um, and it's basically decided by who can land the most shots and avoid taking the damage the most. Um, but you can you can never be still. You've always got to be juggling your power pips. Um, you know, if you happen to have no pips in systems when you take a hit, uh, because people tend to, will tend to use say plasma accelerators and railguns. Um, suddenly, you can use you can lose a lot of shield. By yeah. not having your pips in systems at that appropriate time, um, that's what they call a pip check. Uh, if you can, if you can hit someone uh, while they're not going to have pips in systems, you can take out a lot of their shield because it becomes weaker. Yeah, um, and it's very hard to get that back, um, particularly with prismatic shields. Um, so, so you have much less time to to steady and aim, you know, kind of thing. So the Thargoid combat, on the other hand, is all is about um, 
setting into your orbit, staying cold so that it can't lock on its weapon. Um, and then you're giving yourself as stable an aim as you can get. Yeah. To shoot out the heart. Um, if, if you're, if you're doing it right, then the heart, you, you can hold your aim right over the heart. Um, as it's trying to move and you're moving at the same time. So you're, you're trying to get as stable an aim point as you can get. And if you could do that, then you can take out the heart with two or three shots. Wow. So. That's very cool. That's very cool. And when you're, um, when you're doing your Thargoid combat, when you're doing your thing, are there any um, like third-party programs, resources that you use um, pretty religiously while you're playing um, Elite, or is there hmm, is there not, not much that lends itself to that? Um, not really, no, other than, other than maybe kill tracking. Right. Um, but where EDMC uh, could do that. Yeah. But I, I generally don't don't run anything. Uh, certainly, well, certainly not during the fight. I have a voice attack, which I do use for um, pit macros. Yeah, um, I, I I tend not to have any voice commands for um, the combat itself. So I, I might have a voice command that will do a combat function, but I don't rely on it. Um, anything combat related will always be on a button as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, uh, but that's, but yeah, no, no other third party stuff during the, during, during the fight. Um, what about outside of, um, outside of Thargoid combat? Any, any other time that you're, you're playing? Right. Is there anything um, you use? Outside of that, I use Inara a lot and EDDB. Yeah. Those are my two, um, uh, probably the two I use most. Standard. Um, yeah. Cori- Coriolis for, you know, shipbuilding. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I, I, I have a fleet now that is pretty much, is pretty settled. Right. So, but I don't know. I still go into Coriolis and build the odd theoretical ship. And it's like, what if I, what if I use this? What if I, what it's if just I, fun. what would this do? It's so much fun. Um, it's fun which, to theory craft ships. Yeah. I really like well, it. Well, this is where, um, a lot of the, a lot of the challenge, uh, ships came from so uh for instance the it it came out of the axi ranks because they have a they also have a vanguard rank and the vanguard rank is for those that push the boundaries of what's possible um and the at the time the easiest the easiest in speech marks way to get it was to kill a cyclops with a hauler Wow. So it's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> it's like, all right, how, how would I build a hauler that um that can that can kill a cyclops? What's the problem? So problem being you've only got one small Gauss cannon. Right. Um, <laughs> you you do have two heatsink launchers, which is nice. Um, lovely. But you have a tiny tiny distributor. Um but you can have um enhanced performance thrusters. Ah, and this can make haulers super fast. Um, so, so I put it all together. Discovered that to get the best speed with extra armor, you would use drive distributors instead of drag drives. Um, so I have an uh, an AX hauler that can boost past six hundred. Wow! So this is more than good enough to get out of the way 
to get out of range after an attack run. So then right. it's just being able to uh, hold hold the orbit around for longer with your single gas cannon uh, to <laughs> uh, to be able to, uh, to to get the kill um, and dealing with the the hauler's flight model, which is very twitchy. Uh, yeah, um, yep. and it's actually easy to go too fast. Um, yeah, because uh, if you go too fast and it goes out of the blue zone, um, suddenly you can't really pitch and turn anymore. Mm. Um, it's very, it's actually very sensitive to it. Um, so it's trying not to go too fast as well. Yeah, um, but it works. Um, and it was like, okay, that was, you know, that was quite straightforward same technique applies um so i thought okay maybe maybe we can i can do some i could do something like this on the stream because we, we right. then had channel points channel points yeah. arrived so i thought ah okay i could use them for that so i could i could do some um little challenges so i thought what what could we use that people don't expect uh so right. I thought, okay sidewinder um <laughs> so, so we'll do a sidewinder you know um, Sidewinder's OP. Yeah, compared to the whole, uh, I can imagine it must yeah. be. So, um, yeah, just, just just so you can actually do this, you can actually do this in a Sidewinder. Um, so, so then that that grew. So we had the Sidewinder, we had the hauler. Um, and I thought, what else is unexpected? What about an adder? Nobody flies an adder. Um, <laughs> so we'll do an adder. It's like, oh, with an adder, I can have a flak launcher on it. Uh, yes. Fantastic. I just um, brief shout out to Commander Phoenix the Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but the the adder again, it can use enhanced performance thrusters and yes. uh and it boosts past six hundred. They're really, really fast. Very fun. Um <laughs> uh, what was the next one that have you done I a type ten? I have a type ten at the moment. <laughs> um which which is a it's a complete meme. It gets ruthlessly yeah. beaten up by uh, by the Cyclops during the process of killing it. Um, it has nearly died a few times mm-hmm. uh, in the process because it can't really run away. Well, it can't, uh, like it can't really all. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a brick floating in space. What more yeah. do you need? Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's my mistake is instead of using the Chieftain, I should just sit in a Type 10. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, then I can't move. It's, yeah, you got you got no choice. So I even use plasma charges on it as well. I have, mm, I have two wow. plasma charges and two Gauss cannons, um, wow. just to add to the meme. So, <laughs> uh, so then we had, uh, so that came in. Uh, what else do we have? It was, oh, the unengineered chieftain. Because uh, because I thought, okay, my next one is, can I do this without engine any engineering at all? Um, right. and it turns out, yes, you can, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> that was again, much more difficult because you don't have, you don't have as much speed. Right. Um, you know, it's difficult to get away, um, to avoid, you know, to avoid damage. Um, but it's like, okay, we can, we can do that. But, uh, yes, I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> the, the newest edition was, um, the Beluga. Okay. Uh, and the the beluga is is actually pretty powerful. So I, I have it with no shields. I have loads of heat sinks. Right. 
uh, and a, a shutdown field neutralizer on it because I tried it out initially against one Cyclops, um, and it was very easy with with the with four medium gas cannons that it can use. Although it's quite hot, it was very easy. So I thought, okay, that's probably too easy. So I need to I need to up the ante with that one. So I thought, okay, how about two Cyclopses? Um, <laughs> I we try and kill two Cyclopses with it. So so we went out and summoned up another Cyclops with some meta alloys. Uh, I thought, okay, we need to add to the meme even more. So I put a passenger. Ca- I put a passenger cabin in it, and we. And oh we my take, god, that poor passenger! And, and we take a passenger with us. Um, and and the, the very first time we tried it on stream, uh, we found a passenger called Karen. Oh my god, that's like, perfect! Oh, that's just perfect. Yes, we. Yes, Karen, Karen is coming with us. Um, yeah, Karen is coming with us. So I. Th- it's beautiful. Uh, um, so we have to feed feed the uh, Cyclops and Meta Allies to summon a second one. Um, I was expecting you to say we have to feed the Cyclops Karen. Oh, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Well, she, she did eject into the fight as it was going on. So. <laughs> oh, they definitely occupied a skate pod with a Karen in it. They definitely scooped that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, now that's a hell of a fight because the, the, the Beluga being very hot does yeah. tend to eat a lot of damage yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. um i think the record with that one it has died on stream twice i think it's twice it, um i've actually died with it um and the closest the closest otherwise i finished one percent hole yeah i'm actually so. checking to see how many channel points <laughs> i have on your channel <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect but yeah. um but that that was the that was the latest one the 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 adder has since been slightly adjusted so i i changed its name to the the apex predator uh after odyssey nice. arrived because of the apex taxis yeah yep. awesome so it's the apex predator um and it will it it kills basilisks nice so oh um, yeah yeah i can i can afford some yeah. stuff that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um now of course the 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 most the one i probably most fear is the no repairs for you one yeah, oh, yeah. i've seen that um, one used a couple of times yes when, when someone and plays that so i'm mean. not allowed to use any repair limpets or the afmu anymore Oof. so Oof. I, i've got what i've got and it's no retreat no surrender so I can't just run away. <laughs> um, and the, the the audience are learning. They're, they're, they're learning when to play this because um, I got a, a high prediction with a Medusa and three Cyclops. Um, and straight away, it got played. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, no way. Okay. <laughs> Plus. Okay, you, you're you're learning when to play this. You, you're learning, <laughs> so okay, we've got to switch them off, um, and, and 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 somehow thought, okay, right now I've got to be super careful, super careful, um, and I did actually manage to get the four of them and finish with about I think it was twenty twenty four percent hull or something. Um, 
uh, remaining. Uh, one of the one of the MRPs was completely gone. The other one, the second one, was about to go. So, uh, so any hit, I was taking even more module damage, which I couldn't repair. Um, and, and somehow wild. I managed to I managed to pull it off. Um, it was like I, I I can't believe I've I've just done that because uh, I think I was down to seventy ish percent before I started taking on the Medusa. Wow! Uh, it was like oh, this is going to be touch and go. Right. Mm. If, if I, it doesn't take much of a mess up here for me to be, for me to die here, but I, I want to, I want to get, I want to get it done. Um, the, cause, cause that was by no means guaranteed. I was like, Ooh, the, if they'd played it later during that fight, I probably would have died because I would have taken more damage before they played it. Um, right. Because it's from that moment on until the end of the fight. Yeah. Um, so if if I'd been fighting them and I was down to say fifty percent, and then they played it, um, that would have been way more difficult. That, yeah. That would <laughs> yep. probably have been a death sentence. Um, but no, because it, it was played at the beginning and I was still at full health, I was like, okay, this is going to be tough, but it might be doable. Um. I, I just had to be very, very careful. <laughs> yeah. Very careful and very patient. Yeah. So hey. when, you're, when you're doing all this, this Thargoid craziness, what's your preferred control scheme? How do you control your ship? Right. Um, I now fly, uh, again, because of Twitch chat, uh-huh. um, I put on a redemption called um, Perma FA Off. Okay. Gotcha. So the idea was that... Um, because I, I basically I flew FA off during combat, but I would normally fly FA on. So right. I thought, okay, I'll put permit FA off, and that so if that was played for the rest of the stream, I've got to fly only FA off. Um, so of course, every single stream, whether I was playing elite <laughs> or not, that got redeemed every single time. Right. Um, uh, because because people that watched or were or ones that always flew FA off, and there was like, no, come on, we think you're you're good enough to fly FA off all the time, so we're going to make you do it. <laughs> right, right, uh, of course. So at one point, I think I had we had a queue of like fourteen, um, <laughs> a queue of fourteen of those built up. Uh, so I was like, okay. Um, so at the time, I think I was flying with the X fifty six. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, X fifty six and pedals. Uh, so, okay. uh, so, so the way I did it was I used the pedals for forward and reverse thrust. A uh, little mini stick on the X fifty six throttle for the lateral mm-hmm. vertical thrusters, and the rest on the main stick. Um, so the, the the actual throttle on the X fifty six was only ever used in super cruise. Um. So when so because I'd then flown flown FA off for so long, and I was I was very very used to it. I thought, okay, I want to go. I want to try going twin sticks. Okay, um, because this seems like a this seems like a a, uh, a more natural way to do it if you're fully FA off. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to embrace it now. Uh, so I thought, okay, I need to I need to find left handed joysticks. Right. So 
I was like, okay, the the only kind of consumer option would be a um, uh, Thrustmaster T sixteen thousand, right? Because they can be right. left or right handed. Yeah, um, you you can change them around. It provides parts in the box to change it to left handed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I'd already had some sixteen thousands, and their their twist sensor goes out. Is quite prone to breaking. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. and I had yes, three of, three of them that went that way. Um, so I thought, okay, I need to I need to find I, I'd, I'd want to find something different. So I thought, okay, who else does them? So I had to search around, and it was Verpal or VKB. Right. Yep. So I thought, like, right, Verpal. Oh, wow, that's expensive. That's super expensive. Um, but I thought, okay, I'll but I'll um, I'll save up some money, and I can I can get a pair of pair of those um and then someone else suggested the vkb uh, gladiator nxts right yeah so, so i looked those up and i was like oh that's much more reasonable um yeah. reason being that they're the, the the gimbal they run on is made of uh plastic instead of metal um but everybody reviewed them amazingly. They all absolutely loved them. So I thought, okay, I'm going to order myself a pair of those um, and some VKB pedals, uh, which I'd already got to replace um, previous ones. Um, so I got so I got these sticks, and it was like these feel like nothing I've ever had before. Right. Um, that the way they're damp. Oh, so amazing. Yeah, where the where their motion is damped, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're not so springy as like the the T sixteen thousand or the X fifty six. Right. It's like they're they're super comfortable to hold. Um, I would I would recommend them to anybody. The yeah. and I got, got more buttons and I know what to do with. It's great. So so I thought okay right. So I've I've managed to map my right stick to pretty much match the X56. So that one was not so bad. Um, so there followed at least two or three weeks of retraining muscle memory with all this new, all these new controls. Um, so, so for the first few Thargoid patrols after that was quite, was a bit more of a challenge with yeah. unfamiliar controls. Um, mm. But I love this now. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, having the left stick as doing the lateral and horizontal. Um, yep. I actually locked out the, the twist on the left stick because mm-hmm. I don't need it. Right. Um, so that whole stick now does the vertical and lateral. There's so much more fine control available. Yes. Um, yeah. That's that's what I was going to say. You you the mini stick on the X fifty six throttle mm. is great. And you, you can like, you can wrap your brain around that natural progression of if I only had a bigger version of this mini stick yes. and I could get really precise control. And that's exactly what dual stick gives you is it gives you yes. such precision over your, your thrust control. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, much it's an easier. amazing feeling. Yeah, yeah. Much easier to say, well, I, I only really want half of that thruster and mm-hmm. it's much easier mm-hmm. to feel where halfway is. Yes, a, exactly. with, with the stick being yeah. bigger. 
It's funny. Yeah. It, it's funny saying about the um, the difference in the just the general feel of the of the um, sticks in comparison to your previous sticks that you had. Because mm. I had um, my my sister was visiting over um, over the weekend, and she has a um, she's got a VKB to something I think she's got that one I'm pretty mm. sure she's got that one and um, I, she literally turned up as I was finishing my stream it was on the um, announcement um, or who's next announcement a couple of weeks back um, mm. and she she, turned, <laughs> she turns up and um, I still had a lead open and she was like can I have a quick go and um, she sat there and she started using the, um, the controls and she was like nope can't do it there's no weight behind this joystick what is going on yeah it's very different it does spoil you that's very true um um, i I gather um because because i was initially kind of recommended to it by katie byrne when when she was um uh she's kind of moved over to star citizen now um yeah but she does um she was she was one of the top top aces in AXI. She's, you know, steadiness steadiness of her aim is amazing. Um, yeah. But she had the um, NXT, uh, and she actually, I think she got the premium one where it gives you some extra springs with different weights as well. So she put stiffer springs in it, um, yeah. and said uh, that that made it even better. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, I, I like the 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 medium springs that are that are with it. I've got very used to that. It's not too much resistance, uh, but also not sloppy. Mm. Yep. So um, so so I've got very used to that. Um, people will also ask, do I, do I run any curves on the sticks? But I don't. Um, oh, interesting. No, no curves at all. Um, tiny bit of dead zone in the game just to get rid of the you know a little bit of drift right um but no curves um i've i've just got used to the direct input it, it's very easy with curves to go too far yeah and yeah. then uh you might have very precise aim around the center point but then when you want say to to hit that like half root half rotation it's much e- it's much harder to hit it um if you've gone too far with the curve yeah. because uh, half half thrust is no longer half the stick travel it's more than right. half the stick travel and that's where and then that part becomes hard to judge um so curve can help but be, but use only just enough yeah to help you if you go too far it becomes really really vague um and you end up kind of slamming the stick from one side to the other to yeah to get quicker movements which is not good is there any yep. area of elite that you um you don't participate in and you'd like to ooh um i i've done most but i haven't really done uh, trading as so you like uh proper trading mm-hmm. uh that hasn't really appealed um so like all all the trade tools that then got built into the 
in, into the into the game, you know, and into yeah. the galaxy map. I've never used them. I don't know how they work. Same. Same. So. I have a vague idea. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, so that I've never done. Um, it, it's it's probably not me um, either. I, I I probably tried at some point to to see how it works, but kind of shuttling backwards and forwards, I can't really do it very long. Um, yeah. Because I want a little bit more variety. Uh, having said that, doing it in a cutter with uh, putting a good shield on a cutter for cargo and putting weapons on it uh, was not bad for harvesting materials from NPCs during the trip. You're right. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so, so you can have some some variety thrown in there. Um, mining is mining is good if I'm in a really chill mood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mining can be quite relaxing. Um, I do like deep core mining because things go boom. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, the BGS side. I used to. I used to do a lot of BGS side, but I've shied away from it uh, because I, I don't like the politicking that can go on behind the scenes. Yeah, right. Um, it's silly. Yeah, it's yep. um, silly place. We don't you know, go there. I, I've seen <laughs> so many, so many groups, um, like hate each other in real life. Yeah. We, because of BGS actions in the game, it's like no, I'm, that's that's yeah. too serious now. Um, yeah, right. That that's going that's too far. The, this, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are. I'd, I'm I'm really like our little our little faction's not gonna. Um, my little faction's not gonna hurt anybody. But um, mm. I mean, the I've I've also been privy to that and seeing people really being so negative about oh, other yeah. human beings nothing to do yeah. with the game just <laughs> other human beings because mm-hmm. of um because of bgs shenanigans and um, oh yeah 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 it's um, just mm, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean like like any, <laughs> like anywhere in life there are there are some people that will could take it way, way yeah. too seriously. It's um, a bloody video game. I, yes. I, I appreciate it that it's that it's a big it is a big deal for a lot of people. I do mm. appreciate that. Um but at the end of the day it's a it's a video game. Yeah. Um yeah. I, we have we we have a, a tiny tiny faction and I've said this before but we have people who are um who are working sometimes they will work themselves to the bone and i am guilty of this like previously it felt like i was the only person keeping Mm. keeping um my old faction afloat it really did feel like it was a full job to me and um when when the thing that you enjoy doing the thing that you love doing becomes like a chore and another job on top of what you're doing then yeah where's where's your where's your balance you know um yeah yeah that, that that's that's what i didn't want i didn't want to yeah. um like it, like if it, if it if a game i played for fun uh suddenly you know, it was becoming like a second I have job to log in yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah then okay it's probably time to do something else oh yeah yep very true 
So, you know, I'm, I'm meant to be playing this for fun, but if, if I'm playing it and it's annoying me, um, then I should, I should not do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah become a chore. <laughs> you right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, the only other thing that I've not really gone into at all would be power play. Um, I've only done power play to get the special modules. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, but I, I don't. But for the same reasons, I don't really want to get into power play at all. Yeah, um, I can. Yeah, yep. I get that. I absolutely do. Um, so, 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 really, every, all the bits that appeal to me, I've, I've done in some form. Good. Um, right. Nice. You know, even because because I always like doing combat. You know, in the original elites. You know, yeah. While we're yeah. doing our little trade run, you know, it was like, oh, it's a pirate! It's a pirate! We're going to kill it. Um, and, uh, we, we, you know, we were, that, that was, that was what, uh, kind of got us going on it. So, so I've always liked the way it did, it did combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did spend, I think it was about six months fairly solidly. Um, when I, when I decided I, I would, I would like to try and see how PVP combat worked in Elite. Right. Um, so I spent pretty much six months doing almost nothing but that. Um, so wow. see, you see how, how this works, see what the, see what the other side of elite was, was like, because, right. Cause what we, what we always saw, you know, particularly during the beta was like, Oh, PVP would ruin this game. Da, 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 the, the, the evil <laughs> PVP is, um, right. And it's like, well, you know, surely this coming. Well, I, I need to go and see this other side. Um, so I joined up on the Galactic Combat Initiative uh, on their on their Discord and mm-hmm. uh, said, um, "Okay, um, I'd, I'd like to learn some PvP combat. Um, you know, what what would you suggest that I, that I got started with?" Um, so, so they were able to provide a few, like a kind of example ship builds, and uh, so well, you know most people will use the FDL because it's the best combat ship. Uh, there's no getting away from it. Um, so initially, I, I built an FDL. Um, I didn't have prismatic shields, so I just settled for normal, normal shields, um, shield cell banks on it, and the first fight I had with that. Because uh, they, they they tend to just arrange, you know, arrange a fight. Um, and it was in a wing, and uh, I died within two minutes. So I was like, <laughs> "Hmm, okay, this uh, is gonna it's gonna take some learning." <laughs> um, so another another fight with the FDL, um, and it was like, "Okay, I, I, there's too much to think about with this ship at the moment," because uh, I'd never ever used shield cell banks. Um, and all the rest of it. It's like this ship is not tough enough. I don't have enough engineering to make this work. And at the moment, there's too much to think about. So I got a federal assault ship, and I built that up um, with lots of armor, uh, biweave shield, uh, and that I really enjoyed flying that because I could. It it let me stay alive long enough to kind of get into the fight. Um, and feel like I was actually contributing to the to the wing, right? Um, so 
with that ship, I I then started to really thought, okay, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy this now. This is this is this is much better. Um, and those ships is of what I've had the most success uh, with any with any PvP. That and the Chieftain. Um, yeah, yeah. With with FDL, I've never I've never done so well at it. I I would need to dedicate myself to it the same way that a lot of those guys do in order to get the best out of the FDL. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the chief yeah, yeah. is much more forgiving um, yeah, and much more familiar so, yeah. to me, but, yeah. um, uh, and, it, and it's very powerful in um, PVP combat, just in a, in a wing situation. Uh, it tends to get targeted first because it's quite easy to shoot out its thrusters. You get a shield right. down, shoot out its thrusters. Um, and the, Chief can be eliminated uh, fairly quickly, so so it's not a popular choice. Um, but it mm. was very, it was a very informative six months of um, of how this other side of the game, um, how it worked, who the personalities were, what they were actually like. Um, I really enjoyed that six months. Um, uh, you know, I, I still have plenty of. Uh, people that are familiar names that that come in because of it. Yeah. Um, so it, it was very instructional. Yes, um, you know, seeing that right. These guys are just players, same as us. But you know, they enjoy this side of the game. Um, but they were just ex- exactly the same. You know, playing playing the game for the for the joy of that. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it was very enjoyable. So it's it's not the. I knew I wasn't really going to be dedicating myself to that side, right? Yeah, because um, because you really had to live it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. You had to live it to to be because I I would want to be more competitive. Yeah, um, yeah. And to be more competitive, I would have to totally live that. Uh, because that's what they did. They totally lived it. And in order to try and match them, I would have to do the same. And I enjoyed too much of the other areas of the game as well to be able to dedicate to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it was like, that's been a lot of fun, but it's, it's not my main, it's not my main focus in the game. You know, I, I, I wouldn't yeah. make it my main focus in the game. So I, I do occasionally still have some fights, but um, yeah, it's it's been quite occasional. Of all of the of all of the stories that you've you've given us, and you've given us such a a wealth of information about your experience in the game, which is absolutely wonderful to hear. Um, is there anything that stands out to you as your your fondest memory, or sort of the most amazing thing to happen to you in Elite? Ooh, um, let me see. If there isn't anything, that's cool too, but because yeah. you've got loads yeah. of the, wonderful experiences. Oh, let me see. Let me see. There's, there's a few that kind of stand out. I mean, the getting to Beagle Point on the, the first mm-hmm. distant worlds before engineering. Um, yeah. Right. That, that was, that was brilliant. That's a huge achievement as Particularly well. Particularly because I, I happened to, I was lucky enough to come across Commander Fraud Digger, uh, who was making his way there in a sidewinder. 
<laughs> um, wow. Um, because he'd left before Horizons, he didn't uh-huh. have an SRV. Ooh. Um, and he had no materials. Yeah. Um, so a group called the Rock Rats were going down to a planet with him. They would shoot the rocks, and he would have to scoop the materials from the ground with the Sidewinder uh, in order to get the jump boosts he needed to get out there. Now, he also had no shields. Oh, yikes. So he had to be really, really careful. Yeah, trying Um, to scoop from the ground with no shield. Um, I think he he was on about 70% when he got there. Um, But I happened to – I was lucky enough to come across him as I was making my approach in. Um, and I was like, oh, that's kind of fraud digger. Um, so we got, there were, there were f- about five of us there, I think. And we had, we, we escorted him all the way, um, to the system and we jumped simultaneously into Beagle Point with him. Um, and then onto the rendezvous. So that was a, that was a really, really cool, um, that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, probably another one would be possibly the, my most my most memorable fuel rat rescue, uh, which oh. was I mean there were a few of them, mm-hmm. right? But um, uh, one where a commander had run out of fuel while landed on a planet uh, about fourteen thousand light years out. Um, so, so that's already a code red situation. Yeah. Um, yep. Where he's on life support, the clock is ticking. He did have materials to synth O2, uh, which was good. Okay, that's um, good. Yeah. So, so already we've, we've that's a little bit of pressure off because he can he can replenish his oxygen. Um, so fourteen thousand light years out. Uh, I'm the only one there. Uh, so we had him log into the base game, which will spawn his ship in orbit. Um, because he's in orbit around the planet, I can't do a wing drop on him. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I can't do a wing navlocked drop. It just puts you on the other side of the planet. Uh, right. So I tried to drop on the wing signal manually. Nope, same thing. So, uh, okay. Now we have to do a blind drop, which is you, know, you you target his signal, you fly in, and then you've got to try and predict when you get down to zero kilometers, untarget it, and then drop. Um, but you, you must untarget first and then drop manually, and you should get fairly close to him. Uh, I managed to drop within, I think it was 19 kilometers. Um, That's good. Uh, and then flying in towards him. Now I'm flying an anaconda, which is not the fastest ship in the world. Um, and it was, and then we realize, and I realized that okay, he's actually falling towards the planet um, be- because it's in orbit, and the way the game works, it was actually pulling him down to the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, ah, okay. Um, because I, and I was I was following him, so I fired a fired the limpet out at him, and it couldn't keep up. Uh, he was fast falling faster than limpet could travel. <laughs> oh like, my god! Oh, what, okay, what do we do now? Okay, we're going to have to get ahead of him, 
um, and fire the limpet from underneath. Yeah. Um, so I had to boost down past him, um, pop flight assist off, to, so I would just keep going in that direction and then fire the limpet as I went past. To um, and, and then uh, and then that successfully got the limpet in um, and, and got the fuel. So that that was probably my most memorable one. That's wild. I love that. Um, yeah. There's the, the the closest one that we had, which was uh, Commander Hauler. He was really new. Uh, so again, code red. He had uh, how much oxygen did he have left when he logged out? I think it was about 40 seconds. Uh, he had 40 seconds remaining. So we had three rats positioned about where he was, uh, according to what he could tell us as to where he was. So we put three rats around about where we thought he was. And then he just has to log in, um, turn on his wing signal and add us and then just add us all to the wing. Um, so as soon as he added me to the wing, um, I, uh, I, 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 I put my nav lock on. I just dropped cause I was, I was right on top of him. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. Nice. Dropped straight onto him. Uh, got the limpet in and he said he had, he had less than 10 seconds left. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> <Wow>. exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, Oh my god, that's like proper squeaky bum time. I love it. Oh yes, so yeah. cool. yes. Um, it was uh, that. That was properly satisfying. And then the other, the, yeah. other, the other two rats popping in almost, almost as quickly. We were, we were all right on target. Um, yeah, yeah. That was that was really good. That one. That's I awesome. But is it that kind of stuff that keeps you logging back in, or is there something else that that causes you to stay with the game? Um, I, I just like the world, um, yeah. the, the, the world it creates. It's a bit of escapism. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I can go and wander around this world, um, and not think about anything else outside for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. you know, wh- whatever I've picked to do, um, it can either, you know, I can either go and, um, shoot some, shoot some Thargoids if I want some, want some action, um, or go mining if I just want to sit and chill out, and uh, it just takes my mind off everything else. So it, it's just being in in that world is you know whatever awesome. I'm doing. Um, if you could go back to your very first day starting playing Elite Dangerous hmm. and give yourself a piece of advice as a brand new commander, what oh. would that advice be? There's no need to rush it. Yay, that's my favorite advice. Yeah, there's no need to rush it. Uh, Take your time to learn things. Uh, In the early days, and you've got your lone sidewinder, if you get blown up, it costs you nothing. So make your mistakes then. Try new things. Get blown up. Um, Don't be frightened to make your mistakes. Uh, No no one's perfect. Uh, No one has ever done something new in this game and been amazing at it if from the very start. Um, you know, e- even the, say the top PVP combat guys, when they first started, they were terrible. Yeah. Um, and and you know, they, they got good by lots of practice and, and lots of work. Um, yeah. So practice makes perfect. 
as as they say. So use that early time, enjoy the world. Um, don't be worried about grinding materials or money just yet. Just enjoy yeah. the world and start learning about how things work. What are you hoping for for the future of Elite Dangerous? Ooh. I mean, as Frontier said, technically anything's possible. It's right. just a question of <laughs> it's just a question of time and how much work it is. Right. Um cuz cuz I I feel that Odyssey is not it's not the end. It, the Odyssey is the start of something new. Right. Um so we have tenuous atmospheres. Um, which I think will lead on to thicker atmosphere planets. Right. Um, I would love to, and I think the next step would be liquids uh, on the surface. Yeah. So leading yeah. leading mm-hmm. on to water worlds, um, <gasps> potentially Earth-likes in the future. I mean, we could be talking years, but because yeah. um, yeah. that's another level of work. The same, the same kind of level as odyssey itself because that, that's yeah. a whole new game yep added on to yep. a game it is absolutely um, it is yeah there's a huge amount of work um and i really like what it added yeah. um yeah. problems aside um performance being the main one at the moment but um problems aside it added uh, uh, it added so much, I, much more than I thought it would add. Uh, I, Indeed, I was, yeah. I was actually not expecting it to be space legs. Yeah. Um, yep. And when I, when I, the, I was expecting atmo- atmospheric landings, I, I'll say um, I was, I was yeah. expecting the the yeah. like the tenuous atmosphere stuff, but um, to have like legs in there as well and be walking around that was that was yes. huge. Yeah, I, I was I was half expecting it that we could have atmospheres. Um, well, yes, I did not expect space legs. Um, mm. when, the, when the trailer escaped, when the trailer escaped, um, what was I doing at the time? Um, yeah, I was streaming at the time. Yeah. I can't remember what I was doing. Um, I think I was mining, but I, I was, I was streaming at the time and, uh, someone said, Hey, have you seen this? I was like, okay, what's that? And um, it's like, yeah, I've got this. It was on Frontier's channel. It was like, so I looked, I looked at Frontier's channel, and it wasn't there. Um, right. So, I, so I, okay, then what's this? So I watched <laughs> it. Was it was early, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was, yeah. Like, it so, was yeah. like like super early in the day. I was like, why was I not streaming? Yeah. But it was definitely in the morning. And um, yeah. and it was like, so I kind of watched this, and it was like, oh wow, like. So like th- this was on Frontier's channel. It said, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was on Frontier's channel." It's like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, and then I think it was was it the day after that they actually then they announced it. So, but it was I yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was it, earlier than they wanted to. Wasn't there like a stream that came, they did, or after yes. the stream going? Yeah, no, we 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 fluffed it, mate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it escaped yep. early. Whoops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, and it's like, yeah, we had to, we had to um, uh, announce it ourselves because one of the, I think it was one of the magazine sites had had yeah. put it out there. It was like, yeah. oh crap! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they weren't intending to announce it for another few weeks, but 
yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it escaped. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was like, no way. Yeah. Um, but I didn't expect still the variety of stuff that we could do. Yeah. And it was like, how? Yeah. Like, I got into the alpha and it's like, how much have we got here? This is, this is, this is, this is incredible how much the, it's, has actually been added in here. Um, yeah. it was like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. You know, you know, this is totally four years worth yeah. of, of yep. work, just Absolutely. the environments. And it's like, this is, this is really significant. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt then that this is right. This is just the start. Um, we're, we're not finished here. So, so, so yeah. Thicker atmospheres, uh, water on the surface, uh, liquids. Um, I, w- I would really like some EVA stuff in space as well. Uh, yeah, it's like EVA yeah, it's, EVA yeah, over to a say a, a derelict chip that you've got to search through. Um, yeah, I'd it, love that. Would love you know, for I mean, that even, to eventually the interiors of the ships would be cool. Um, whatever, whatever that looks like, that would that would be cool. Um, but you know, just to just to keep expanding, um, yeah. how yeah. much we can actually do here. Um, I like that they're going to be starting to kind of tie the two sides together a bit with missions uh, soon. Yeah. So you you would you would have. Uh, I think uh, they've said NPCs attempted to flee in in shuttles. Um, so, like, if, you, if your assassination yep. goes wrong, they'll try and run away in a shuttle, and you've then got to chase it with your ship to intercept. Yeah. Um, Just like uh, merging merging the two worlds together. Yes. Yeah, so otherwise, it, it, did, it did feel kind of separated. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's all you know to tie it together into the same world. Mm. Um, so thinking about the game as it is at the moment um if you could have one quality of life improvement that wouldn't that wouldn't necessarily make the game or make you super op or something like that but one like small quality of life improvement that you could um apply to the game to improve it for yourself um can you think of anything that you've had or change Hmm. Let me see. The, I mean, other than, other than, I mean, other than addressing the like engineering material requirements and stuff like that. Okay. Um, right. That's quite big. Yeah. Um, how how would you address it? In what in what sort of way? Uh, I mean, I mean specifically, it's the on the, the on foot suits, mm-hmm. the suits and weapons. Yep. Um The way. I don't understand them doing it the way they've done it, where you upgrade a suit or a weapon and you've added an engineering attachment to it, and you can't remove it. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. If, so if you if you've tried something and you think no, that's not working for me, I want to put something different on. You've got to start all over again on a whole oh. new suit or weapon. Um, that's partly the reason why I have not bothered with the. On foot engineers, yeah. Same. I've unlo- um, yeah. I think I've unlocked two, but I've yeah. done nothing. Yeah, the, there's yeah. a lot yep. of material and data grind involved, mm-hmm. where some of the stuff does not drop very often. It's very, very rare. Um, but once you've got an attachment on, 
it cannot be removed. Um, and I don't see why. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's hard enough to get the weapon to grade five. To, but then you've really got to pick carefully what attachments you want because you you cannot change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. There's kind of a mentality of like, um, I, I want other people to make those mistakes and find the mm. uh, meta, um, the meta yeah. builds for weapons so that I don't have to waste a huge amount of my time picking up so many materials. Yes. To, yes, to exactly, use yeah. that on the reward. It's, um, yeah. I think um, a, a lot of it could be abated by just, um, like mo- making them multiples of three in the same way of the um yeah uh, possibly yeah um or, or having situations where you know that a particular thing is going to drop um uh, or or you know, re- reducing the number required um yeah yep. they, they've already done a big quality of life one that I wanted by reducing the data download time. Um, yes, because yeah. that was some of that was really quite kind of excessive. Um, so, so that's a big one that I, I agree wholeheartedly with um, reducing that data download time. Mm. So, because you could be sitting there basically for five minutes waiting for some data. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's like, true. Why, why am I just standing here beside this terminal for five minutes? Um, <laughs> Right. I can't do anything else because I've already gone and looted the the cabinet that's over there. That, right. that took me ten seconds, and now I've, yeah. I've still got to wait for I another four wait. and a half minutes. <laughs> and I, I can't True. reach the other one over there because I lose connection. Um, yeah. So now I've just got to stand here for five minutes uh, <laughs> for no very good reason. Absolutely, absolutely. So they're, they're making headway. So that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Um, but uh i mean i i can't yeah i can't think of a, like a small quality of life thing at the moment um that's okay no worries yeah. but um you know it, it, it's more so sort of bigger stuff because the, the way the way i see the engineering side is that you're you're making yourself more powerful for a reason yeah but what is that reason right now uh, because um, yeah. as even Frontier have shown on their stream on Tuesday, I think Arf was doing a high conflict zone with unengineered suits and weapons. Yeah. So, yeah, so and I can, do them all the time, you can, yeah. so you, you absolutely can. Do can. That. Um, I've been going around on Thursdays looking for the pre-upgraded stuff, which you can get up to grade three. Um, and with a grade three suit and weapon, um, uh, and some weapons there, then a high conflict zone is way more straightforward. So for me, at least I don't see any reason for me to go take anything to grade five yet. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. to even yeah. add anything to it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of waiting for something else to come along that for us to take on that we are going to need that level of equipment yeah um makes sense will will we for instance will we get thargoids on foot yeah um i would be completely down for that right um (laughs) that would give me a reason to 
it to improve that stuff. Absolutely, um, yeah. yeah at the moment, I've definitely. got no reason to do it, um, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, because because I can get away completely with grade three stuff that I can buy. Um, yep. and I've got more than enough money. So, uh, but yeah, so it, it seems like it lacks a, a like a, a almost a, a bigger enemy. Yeah, uh, in a way, some something that yeah. you will need this stuff to be able to take take them on. You know, in, in the way that like Thargoids gave a PVE reason for. You, you grade five engineering. Uh, it was like right. we would strongly advise you to have grade five engineering to take these things on. Right, um, uh, and that could be a similar way for on foot. So I, I don't know. I, I I hope we get it, but I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we will. No, I think I think everything everything law wise is sort of gearing gearing us yeah. towards that eventually. When once we get consoles mm. with Odyssey, I think that'll that'll go into, it, into it could, overdrive. Yeah, it could wait till after then. So mm. I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what their um, timetable is for any of that kind of stuff. But, who, um, knows? Who, who knows? No one knows. <laughs> Only Frontier. Yeah. Um, what, what, can, what can we expect from you in Elite Dangerous in the future? Oh, uh, it'll it'll kind of kind of the game will take me where 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 I want to go. I mean, I I still really love my Thargoid combat. Yeah. Um, any yeah. changes in there? Um, we'll keep up with that. Um, and then it's how Odyssey progresses. Um. At, at the moment, I've been able to get back to doing some of the on foot stuff because with update seven, I got um, a little performance improvement um, enough that I could do the on foot stuff again um, without it oh, nice. stuttering like crazy. Um, it's like, okay, I can, <laughs> right. I, I, it looks like I, I can actually do the base stuff now again. Um, yeah. Uh, so hopefully update eight will give me a bit more as well. Um, that that would be very nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm also looking forward to update eight, where you've got four seats in some of the ships. Yes. And we can have a I'm whole so wing excited together. About that. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping to. What I'm hoping to do is to kind of recreate Frontier's initial mission run through video. You know the, uh-huh. the one they did with the shutdown mission. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, is to kind of recreate that with a with a full wing. So, uh, Ooh, but, but yeah. done the way that we would do it. So, right. so the way I'm right. doing it, my, my my plan would be for like a, a massacre or shutdown mission is to send in two guys on the ground to shut down the base defenses and the. Uh, base alarms that kind of stuff then mm-hmm. the other two in the in the main mothership could then come in and use rockets to take out some of the oh, yeah. some of the guards before landing and then the other two can come into the buildings uh sweep through to eliminate any other opposition um and and do it that way so so we could probably take down quite a sizable settlement that way um, but then mix that together from everybody's point of view with everybody's comms uh, 
as as a video and see how it see how that comes out. Kind of kind of role play it a bit, but um, yeah. just just run through because I, uh, I remember me and me and Astacon did a uh, did a scavenger assault during the during the alpha uh, right. together. So you know, sweeping through the buildings together, calling out uh, where enemies were. That was really really good. Um, yeah. Um, so easier than going alone, uh, and you you had two players, and it and it felt prop, you know, like we were really coordinating together and sweeping through methodically that kind of thing. So I, I, that's something I would like to do. Um, let's see, um, see where that takes us. Um, Amazing. I I, w- I also want to see where this um, uh, current storyline is going. The Azimuth yeah. saga, the Azimuth absolutely. Saga. Um, yes. When I went to do the the end to the Highford mystery, yeah, um, I hadn't looked at anything that anyone had done about it because um, right. I, I was only streaming like the day after, and I so I, I'd, I'd heard that it's all the the end of the Highford mystery, and it's like, oh, it's uh, it's like a massive surprise. I was like, okay, I don't want to know anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. um, I want to go. And, I, I want to go and follow this yeah. path now. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, yep. Oh my yeah. gosh! So right, give me give me my start point. Okay, there's my start point, and I'll go and follow it. I'll go and follow it through. Uh, and I got to Oaken Point first set of logs, uh, and then that was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> what is this? It's so good. Um, my yep. mind was entirely blown. Yeah, it's like. They were doing what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, and then it was like, okay, so, but like D, D2, subject D2, where is she? Where yeah. she, she, she escaped. Where is she now? Yeah. Um, and the, the beacons then, of course, were following her escape. Um, and you get to the system that's been permit locked for four years, um, presumably in, in kind of in readiness for this. Yeah, and then um, there's so much more, and there's more there, and it's like, okay, we're we're not finished with this yet by a long way. Yeah. Um, where it's is awesome. this leading to? You know, and with salvation in as well. So, like, so where awesome. is this build? What is this building up to? Um, and yeah. I, I think we're going to hear more of D two. I think yes. so as well. Yeah, um, and that, that story right. is not over by any stretch no, no, of the no. imagination. Not by a long shot. No. Nope. Um, and it was it was interesting as well that subject D two was the only one they mentioned the gender of. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Because they they refer to as her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she interface with the, the, there's the only gender mentioned, and Thargoids are all female. Hmm. Yeah, so, that's a good point. So her mm. was the fact that she made the connection and and survived it, um, even though she found it very difficult to process. Um, yeah. was it difficult to process emotionally? Um, right. Was it mainly because she she was female and the Thargoid ship was ostensibly female? Yeah. Was that the reason for that success? So, um, yeah, where's, where's it going? Um, yeah. What's, what's D2 story. I want to hear D2 story now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I completely agree. Do you have time to play anything else when you're not playing Elite? Uh, oh, yes. Um, I got into Sea of Thieves recently. Um, oh, nice. That's, been, that's, that's good fun, that. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a completely different kind of game. So rather than an MMO style, it's just a completely kind of casual jump in, sail around the seas, pirate people. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a completely different experience. But yep. it's a yep. it's a really it's a really really fun game. Incur. What about what about your Dungeons and Dragons stuff? Tell me about that. <gasps> oh yes. Um, now that's <laughs> that started um, towards the end of last year, and uh, Astacon, who I'd met at the previous LaveCon, um, and kind of out of the blue, Astacon had had said, um, "I want to I want to I want to do a." Uh, an RPG campaign uh, and stream it. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to play in it? Because um, he was reaching out to a few people that you'd already you already knew um, and had, had gotten to know. Because because we we actually we actually spent quite a bit of time uh, chatting at LaveCon. You know, we got on really well. Yeah, and um, and he said, "Do you do you want to play?" And it's like, oh man, I haven't played any RPG since I was like yeah. sixteen. Yep. <laughs> um, it was like, how long ago is that? It's like thirty-five years ago. Um, so it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, let, let, yeah, I'll do it. Um, it's like it's been a long time. I, I, I might be a bit shaky getting into it again, but we'll <laughs> see. Um, so. So that that was the Empire campaign, which was um, it's a Warhammer 40k universe, okay. um, except deliberately not quite as dark as it could be. <laughs> right. um, so, so I kind of played it. I played it slightly safe on the character I created for that, which was uh, Gallus, uh, a sniper assassin, and because um, because it was a you know safeish kind of character to to generate. Um, and he was, he was fairly quiet, um, partly for, partly from some of my own anxieties about kind of getting in. I was, uh, you know, a little, a little fearful in the the beginning of kind of getting stuck into there, but I thought, well, the, the, you know, this is the, this is the character. So he doesn't have a lot to say, but when he says something, you should listen. Um, uh, and, and that and that kind of worked out. So I worked that into the kind of into the character. I also had to work out how this guy was so unlucky that he only had one fate point, uh, which is what <laughs> we can use to re-roll fail like a failed skill. So he only had one because right. I rolled really terribly. And it's like okay, I've got to come up with a reason here of how he could be so unlucky in life. Um, so he ended up having a fairly tragic background. <laughs> Yeah. Um but uh that that show went on for 30 weeks. Uh mainly because we dragged Astacon all over the place. Right. So you might have had um ideas in mind of just of where we were gonna be going in the particular episode, but <laughs> no, we had we had other ideas. I love that. Um uh so <laughs> uh but that but that was a lot of fun. So that was um it was me, local snack preferences, Dapper Dame. And Amy sometimes, mm-hmm. um, 
Uh, we also had Valenvein. Yeah. Uh, and uh, still Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, guesting. Uh, they were they were brilliant. Um, I mean, Valen is nuts. Uh, professional performer anyway <laughs> yeah he's wonderful um, absolutely so so he he knows how to do this stuff um yeah. but he was playing a character that was like com- the complete opposite of him <laughs> that's really cool um which was interesting um but uh but they they were brilliant um uh, doing doing guesting and uh I, I kind of showing us how it was done i mean valen kind of said that uh, when he was first coming in to do his to do the guest role, that because we had done some, you know, like some of the costume that we'd done, because uh, I'd actually made some uh, armor and helmet and mm-hmm. weapons, and I, suddenly I got into cosplay. Um, that he felt he had to he had to do the same. So so he had because he, he was playing a tech priest. Um, so he had to recreate the character art in makeup on his face. So he had all this makeup on. It took him like half an hour or something to put the makeup on um, and then had robes and all the rest of it so that he would look the part. Um, and and uh, and Goldie did the same because uh, she was playing a, um, a sorority. Right. Uh, which are like, if you think female space marine, Okay. That's the that's the general idea, um, but yeah, there was so much fun. Uh, so then we, after that finished, uh, and we did our we did our roundtable one episodes, and just uh, also like this is how much we've enjoyed this. It's been so much fun. Mm. Um, and then Astacon's um, DMs have been said, "Oh, by chance, would you like to?" Would you like to play in a Elite Dangerous based RPG that I'm I'm thinking you're doing? It's like hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so so this is using the uh, the Elite Dangerous RPG for Spider Man games. So it's it's official, right? Uh, and it has so it consulted with Frontier about all the the lore, um, ships, what will be available. And it turns out there's an awful lot more available to people. Yes. Um, in this, so so in thinking about what character I would do and what kind of costume I would do, um, I picked an an ex Federal Navy uh, veteran. Uh, so he's had some Navy training, which gives you skill advantages. Um, and I thought it would be really cool if he was a cyborg. Because you can be. You can be, absolutely. Yeah. Really so, you can, yeah. yeah. So um, it was like, yeah, yeah, that that sounds cool. He, he, what, what could he have? What could he have? I've got so a certain amount of stuff I can have here. Um, so, uh, okay, he, he ha- his arm was badly injured by an exploding plasma rifle. Perfect. So, so I made a like a, a robot arm that I would. I have to put on every time, <laughs> um, which is it's a great kind of outfit awkward. though. I but really it, like it. it. <laughs> um, uh, so I thought, right, okay, the the arm and his rib cage and internals are all replaced with cybernetics. Um, uh, so he's got his 
usually has his stab vest on. Um, um, I just use a hat with some, like, uh, some bullets wrapped around it. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Um, so, and then then get into kind of the back background of, of the, uh, a bit more of the background of the character. So we came up with a few names from our past, um, friends and foes. Um, and then it was thinking of what kind of personality am I going to make this guy? And I thought he's going to, he, he will be more talkative than the character that was in Empire. So he's, he's going to get more involved. Um, but I see him as uh, a kind, kind of manner of Southern America. So you know uh, uh, the you know the southern kind of thing. So they're you know very polite, very respectful. Um, you know if if he's like the the other three in the party are, are all uh, female. Mm-hmm. So so when he first met them, he was calling them ma'am. Uh, you know very respectful. Um, but he's but in a way that he's he's come to terms with what happened to him because normally you wouldn't have a. Uh, like a cybernetic arm, because um, a, a proper genetic replacement would be available to you um, if you have the money. Uh, but I figured that a like the Navy doesn't really pay their uh, personnel well enough for that to be an option. So this would be his other option was a robotic arm. Um, that, however, gives you social penalties. Yeah. Because people don't trust uh, cyborgs, as, uh, as you do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, turn, it turns out that the, the the world of elite in the Earth three thousand can be very judgmental, um, and people have to look right. Yeah. Um, so every man, woman, child will be wearing makeup every day. This is normal. They, they put their makeup on. You know, even the even your sweaty trucker. He'll be putting his makeup on so that he looks he looks good, um, and so of course a cyborg stands out yeah. as being different. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought yep. I've accidentally created a character here that is going to be treated differently because of how he looks. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I picked it because it sounded really cool. It was like, oh yeah, I got benefit for that. That would be really cool. It would be a really cool costume to make. Uh, and then I realized that. Oh man, the social act- implications here. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> right? I, I, then I realized, that, right, the social implications is like, hang on a minute. I've just created a character that's going to get discriminated against. Yep. Um, by by the public at large. That's such a good like basis to like build your um, mm. build your RP around though. Um, yes, is, is for all of that. Um, yeah, negativity um, and, and a reason also for um, for him to be the way that he is as well. Um, yes. that's, that's really yeah. that's really cool. And just something like that just begins to add the depth. I love role playing games. Mm. It's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so I I am. Um, so, so we're I really getting that. into this, and th- this this one is is proving to be just as much fun. Yeah, um, I think maybe even more so because I am familiar with the universe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so in this one, we have we have me, we have Psyche, um, her, um, who, who was a surprise because Astagon didn't tell us who we'd asked. Okay. So, um, so there's me, the Psyche, uh, Taco Trash Can, and Doctor K Ross. 
Um, oh, nice. And we are having a whale of a time with it. It's a really <laughs> good cast. It's a really good cast. Oh, yeah. I've tried to catch a, um, catch um, bits mm. of it um, because I'm familiar with EDRPG as well. We've, I've played it a few times. Um, mm. So it's really nice to see that, that see everybody playing yeah. and enjoying themselves. It's great. It's... And Psyche looks hilarious. And I love the way she, the way she <laughs> oh, is yes. in it. It's amazing. Yeah. So she said she wanted to go for a character that was like a you know, thrill seeker, which was like completely the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> completely the opposite of what she would what she would do. So uh, she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to be a racer." It's very <laughs> cool. Um, nice. But um, no, we're, we're having a great time with that. Um, uh, and, I, and I think I'm, I'm I'm staying fairly faithful to character so far. But yes, he has had um, you know ne- plenty of negative reactions from people around him. Um, and Dr. K. Ross's character uh, has only just started to trust him uh, b- because one, he's federal and she's imperial, um, right. and two, he's a cyborg. Yeah, and looks and looks scary. So amazing. Uh, so so it's 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 good seeing the the, the group developing together. Uh, and Taco's character is just she, she's like the she's like the mom of the group. Uh, she, she's she's already uh, she's already uh, mother. <laughs> there's always uh, one. There's always one in any RPG party. There's always someone who is like um, yeah. mother hen, and there's normally at least one unruly <laughs> child. Yeah, so <laughs> it's great. Uh, so it's um, yeah. So it's uh, it's being it's being really really good. So um, I think that the first. Um, because I'm sure he's planning more seasons of this, so this is going to be a staple. Oh, I that's think. awesome! Um, so this first one is going to be about ten weeks long. We've just done episode five. Do you pop them on um, YouTube afterwards as well? I'm sure uh, they I've will seen be. Them. Yes, yeah. yeah, they're on the Adventure Tavern uh, YouTube channel um, afterwards. Awesome. So, um, uh, so, so I'm, I'm. I'm quite sure that this is this group's going to carry on. That's uh, awesome. That's really great. Uh, with uh, with Commander, so uh, but that is but yeah, Adventure Tavern itself has has grown quite a bit already. Yeah. Um, with the success of Empire, so that's so great. Um, that's so great. I love I love to see Dungeons and Dragons and like mm. TTRPG. I love to see that that expanding and um people growing in that space um i love it i love it i love it i, I want to get involved somewhere so please bear me in mind friend <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah um, it's um it, it would be fantastic uh, it would be fantastic. Uh, I love it. I love it. I'm, uh, well, I'm actually doing. Um, I'm making my first foray into the world of streaming Dungeons and Dragons um, on Halloween. Mm. Actually, actually oh, right, on Halloween, right. like a, a little bit. Oh, early. I, uh, a little bit. Uh, I need, I need to days. watch because because yeah. we're taking Halloween. We're taking Halloween off. You so. are. You are. Yes. Okay. I might. I'm. I, I'm. I might be missing a player, but I don't know yet. So I might, I might shout in your general direction at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, can, we, we can, we can give it a go. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's, it, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to give it a go, but um, I think, um, yeah, I love Dungeons and Dragons. So it's going to be very strange to merge those two worlds. Um, oh, yeah. I, oh, I think uh, the, 
Oh, it's been it's been a long, long time since I played the actual Dungeons and Dragons. Oh wow, wow, um, long time. <laughs> I, I I love it, uh, and that, I, I, I love Roll Twenty as well. You, Roll Twenty yes. is such a good um a good way to even get people. Um, this is like going on a complete tangent now. Roll Twenty is mm. a really good way to get people who don't really understand how the game works into the game because I can just go, oh, yes. okay, tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what button you need to press, and that's yes. great. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it supports um, EDRPG. Yes, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. So, that makes it excellent. So it does make it easier and um, and and transparent, so yeah. that everyone can see you, the audience can see everybody's roles. Yeah, no one. There's no fudging um, of roles or anything there, unless you're the GM. Yeah, exactly. But so. there's, there's there's no like fudging of roles. Everyone can see everybody's role, and it's it's a wonderful yeah. play to, way to play Dungeons and Dragons online. This is mm. this feels like it's a sponsorship moment, but it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. No, it, it's, it's very it's good. I, I had no idea it even existed. Really? So yeah. until I'd, I think I, I'd watched um, Colo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Playing um, witchcraft and witchcraft and wizardry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was the first time I'd come again. So I'm like, what's this website they're using? It's amazing. Uh, that it was Roll20. It's yeah. amazing. Like, I've I had used no it idea this existed. I've used it for years and it's so good for loads of different, loads of different platforms. We played, um, I did a, a Star mm. Wars D6 on it once and that was, that was a lot of fun. Hell of a yeah. lot of fun. But yeah, Ooh. they, there's so much, so much stuff that's available for it. I love it. Yeah. I, I think the last, um, role play I ever did before this was, I can't remember what the system was. Um, but basically I, the character I rolled up because I wanted to be a barbarian, so I basically rolled up Conan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it was a it was a Stormball barbarian, and um, it was like this, this guy is like the total opposite of me here. Um, but oh, he was a lot of fun. So yeah. when when we we got into a brawl in a in a in a tavern. Um, my barbarian was the one that jumped jumped over the balcony from <laughs> in, into the main hall to get into combat. So wow. it's like, no, oh no, not not down the stairs, over the balcony with the with the war axe. Here we go. <laughs> That's awesome. Um yeah, he was he was fun. That's amazing. That's wonderful. We are this has been a long old episode, Mark. <laughs> this is yeah. great. This has been wonderful. Um, we are at that point where we will mm. we're doing a lightning round, okay. um, which we throw in right towards the end for a bit of fun. Um, okay. Just very quick questions about Elite Dangerous. Um, nothing. They're opinion pieces, um, but if you can try and answer as quickly and as accurately as possible, she Ooh, says okay. accurately. She she doesn't mean accurately, <laughs> but she says accurately. <laughs> but um, if you are if you're ready to start, okay, hit me. We, we will begin. What's your favourite ship? Crate Mark Two. What's your least favourite ship? Oh. Cobra Mark IV. What's the best ship in the game? Oh, it depends. Gonna press you for an most, answer. Most of the time, uh, Chieftain. What is the worst ship in the game? Oh, technically, Astro Scout, but I still love it. 
<laughs> What's your favourite station? Favourite station? Uh, Leonard Nimoy station. And your favourite system? Trappist 1. That's home. True or false? There is a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. False. Do you take engineered or vanilla modules in your ships? Engineered, most of the time. Are you Alliance, Federation, Empire or Independent? Independent. Who's your favourite power play leader? Hmm. Hudson. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? I call a few rats and have twice. (laughs) (laughs) If you um, have a low hull, do you call the whole seals? Do you keep going and hope for the best or do you suicide? Oh, um, I called the whole seals. (laughs) True or false? There is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. False. Bargoids. Friend, foe, mm. or undetermined? <laughs> undetermined. And finally, flight assist, on or off? Off. Because chat tells you to, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because chat. I blame them. Always. <laughs> Is there anything we haven't covered today that you would like to talk about? Um... No, I think I think we've I think we've got everything. We have. It's been It's been a long old time. It's been a wonderful conversation. It really has. It's been great. It's got me it's got me eager to go back and do some more do some more Thargoid hunting. So thank you for mm-hmm. that. It really, yep. really You're has. Welcome. It really has. If anybody would want to connect with you or get to know you better, where can they find you? Uh basically on Twitch. Uh, so twitch.tv uh brother underscore sabathius uh that's where that's where i stream um i do have a youtube channel but it doesn't get very many uploads so um (laughs) so mainly on twitch uh that's where you find me awesome perfect well thank you so much for coming on it's been excellent to speak to you um greed I really mm, look forward like, to likewise. seeing. I really look forward to seeing where you go and how the mm-hmm. other imaginative ways you get to kill Thargoids in the future. Yes, <laughs> oh, there will be there will be plenty. I'm I'm sure. Excellent. But, uh, this, this has been this has been fabulous, and thank you very much for inviting me on. Perfect. Of course, it's been a pleasure. So we said about an hour. Take your time estimate, multiply by two. Oh and then my gosh. Just because there's so much good stuff to listen to. Oh my gosh. What, what, what is, what an elite dangerous career? What a commander. Right. Yeah. Like That's I had, I, cool. I heard about stuff that I didn't even know it happened. Like the, the Gamma Geddon event. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, all the stuff he's doing with, uh, uh, with adventure tavern and roll 20 and all that. I like, I had no clue. It's, it's, um, so I highly cool. recommend, I highly recommend checking out adventure tavern. They're a good, good bunch of folks over there and they do, they create some excellent content. Um, if you're, if you're into, if you're into RP, 
um, I am, I don't know if I've mentioned like a couple of thousand times, but I absolutely <laughs> am. And I, 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 I think it's, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was, you know what I got to about, we got to about um, an hour and a half in before I even mm. looked to see what yeah. time, how long we've been going. It was yep, another same. one. Um, it was a Wotherspoon, a Wotherspoon yeah. situation yeah. where they, there's just so much, so much cool information, and yep. um, you don't want to, you don't want to interrupt somebody's flow and go, oh no, let's let's stop talking about this game that we adore because. Right. What, what, we can't. We can't stop talking or, about that's this something totally game. new and different, and really exciting sounding. But I just want to skip over that. That never yeah, happened. Exactly. Like it's exactly. A, there's always time for your stories. That's why we do this. Is because we would otherwise never hear this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, there are sometimes times where um, uh, Mal and I look at the time and we go, "Okay, we're going to have to maybe remove a couple of questions here and there." It's right. very seldom that we do that. It is yeah. incredibly seldom that we do that. However. Yep. It was. It was just. I didn't want to remove anything because yeah. there were questions that I wanted to ask, and I think. Yep. I think that's that's really cool. That, that's yeah. really cool, and I think that's indicative of um how how much to, to how much to elite that brother Sabathius has to offer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, while I'm here and while I'm thinking about it, yes. um, if you have if um. You, hi listener, if you have the opportunity to be able to leave us a review on any of the old platforms that you can leave a review, we'd very mm-hmm. much appreciate it. We're, we're ne- next week is our 50th episode. What? And we've oh got, we've God. got something really cool planned for the 50th. Um, well, I think it, uh, we, we think yeah. we're, 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 we're excited. We're very it. excited about it. So, yeah. um, if you if you are here and you wouldn't mind leaving a review, that would be that'd be stunning, and there's, we would be. There's enough of a catalog of back issues of Flight Assist at this point that you can formulate some sort of opinion. Absolutely, we'd, we'd that love might that. become a review. Yeah, we'd love that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Thank you in advance for that. <laughs> Anyway, that is all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ed, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons. Atom Farin, Baron von Marlon, Commander Reese Lang, Crispy Tatertot, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Slightly Dave, Timis V2, and Tomax99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off. <laughs> <laughs>